Welcome to the Success Sensei Podcast for anyone interested in success, happiness, and balance. We'll teach you how to be a black belt at life. And now, your host, former professional fighter, multiple world champion, entrepreneur, and investor, Robert Devan. Bowing in. This is Roundhouse Rob, the success sensei, helping you to win at life one kick and punch at a time. Episode 271. What's your exit strategy? It's the Success Sensei Podcast main event. What's your exit strategy? Everyone's very excited about starting something new, starting a plan, starting a goal, starting a new adventure, um, starting a new business, starting something. A lot of energy can be expanded on starting something and it's often neglected to think and to strategize about the exit. The ending of something or the exit can be actually extremely positive. It's not necessarily, you know, something that's negative. It could be the fruition of a long time and a long, a lot of effort, a lot of finance, a lot of time, a lot of energy. And you could actually then realize the extent of everything that you've done. It doesn't have to be something negative, but it's something that people don't think about. Often when I'm talking to people, they're so excited about something. When you ask them what their exit strategy is, they don't have one or they haven't thought about it. So, you know, to start something, it's a hell of a lot easier if you know what you want your exit strategy to be. It helps you be clearer on your goals. If you have the end in sight, it helps you to start your goals, helps you to begin your goals. It helps you to know what you want. It helps you to know what you don't want. It is possible to start stuff without having a proper exit strategy and therefore not realize the full um, potential of it, of what it is you're working on. So, for example, it could be to do with taxation. You might not have your exit strategy very clear and therefore you, you don't maximize your your tax uh, advantages and i mean that's a grave error especially if it comes to investing or and business so starting something with having that kind of a clear vision of how at the end of it and everything must come to an end that's not necessarily a negative as, as i've said especially if it's something that you only realize the true um success or the true financial gain of that venture when it comes to an end and um, it's not necessarily a negative thing but you need to imagine how at that exit strategy, how how should it be? How do you imagine imagine it will be? What's the best way for you to exit? How should your life be? How should your life look? Um, and I suppose there's three main things when we're talking about exit strategy. I am actually talking about three main areas. And that is investing, our business, and the big one that everyone likes to bury their head in the sand, life, your, your life exit strategy. So let's let's go with the easiest ones first, right? Investing. So many people have different exit strategies. Their exit strategy may be, you know, to to focus on cash flow. Their may their exit um strategy may be, you know, appreciation and sell. You know, we're we're talking in generalized terms because when I say investing, I don't know what it is that you're thinking of. It could be stocks, it could be shares, it could be commodities, it could be cryptocurrencies, it could be property, it could be many different things and many different vehicles. But generally, there's two kind of ways that people 
expect to exit you know and an exit being i mean you, you might have a, a long-term uh, hold strategy uh, a hodl strategy hold on for dear life and that's fine that could be an exit strategy with a plan of passing on that asset to somebody that's fine or it could be to sell and have a capital gain um, some some investments are short term some investments are long term as I said some investments are to do a cash flow and some investments are to do a capital appreciation so that's up to you but you definitely need to have the end in sight if you're starting something if you're going to tie up finances in, in an investment you need to know how are you going to exit that investment what is the end result what is it that you want because that can shape the type of investment that would best suit you right now as to what your exit strategy is. Now, business is exactly the same thing. Your job could be a means to an end. You might need an exit strategy for your job. If you have your own business, what is the plan of your business to, to build up a generational business that can be handed down from family member to family member to build up a business that you hope someone is going to buy you out of? And um, What is your strategy? What is the end result? Not just now, in the moment now, but in a short or a long term, in a year, in two years, in five years, in five decades, if you have that long a time in front of you, what is your strategy? So to go forward, it's very important to engineer nearly from your end goal, from your exit strategy backwards to shape your day today, to shape your strategy and your goals today. Right, let's hit the heavy hitting one. And that is your life, your exit strategy in life. Now, I guess what I'm mainly focusing on when we think about what is your life exit strategy? No, it's not how do you intend on dying, but it is when you pass on, do you plan on, you know, leaving some type of a legacy and ultimately, do you plan on leaving an inheritance or not? Now, I'm not saying to you which one is right, which one is wrong. So many people have different, differing opinions. I will staple my colours to the flag right now and say I, I am pro leaving an inheritance. But I absolutely understand and appreciate uh, the viewpoints of those who don't believe in leaving an inheritance. I just feel that for me personally... It motivates me on a day-to-day -day basis to think about leaving an inheritance. Now, that motivates me to do certain things and to do, to take certain risks. And, and if it motivates you to, to think about not leaving an inheritance and enjoying and spending everything that you've accumulated or potentially can accumulate, if that helps you on a day-to-day -day basis, then so be it. I'm not saying what's right or wrong, but you know I am biased on the inheritance side of things. So some people believe in... You know, if, if you have anything left in your in your pot, in your savings pot or your investing pot at the end of your days, then you haven't fully lived and you haven't fully appreciated life. And you certainly have, might have worked too hard and accumulated too much and you haven't enjoyed it. Other people believe that, you know, they want to leave as much as possible to their children or to family or friends. And, and again, other people believe that, you know, they don't want to ruin family or friends by, you know, leaving money, which, you know, takes away some of the necessary hardships in life. So it's a very hard one to figure out where do you stand? Daniel Craig was in the news. Yes, James Bond was in the news only last week saying that he didn't have the intention of leaving um, an inheritance for his children. 
um, and you know many billionaires say the same thing. Now, while I will listen to the opinion of billionaires on many on many aspects, when it comes to leaving money, I might not listen to them because they're in a completely different economic bracket they're in a life ruining economic bracket and Warren Buffett summed it up I'm going to paraphrase I know he's another billionaire but I'm going to paraphrase what he was saying and he was basically saying that in all the decades he's he's looked into inheritance and what he believes um, basically leave enough for your children to do anything that they want in life but don't leave them and uh, so much that they have the option of doing nothing. So leave enough to do anything, but not enough to do nothing. Now, I probably subscribe to that one. If you are going to leave an inheritance, I, I don't want to skip over, but I probably have skipped over. Obviously, if you're going to leave an inheritance, you also want to make sure that the people that you know are, are gaining that inheritance understand the value of money, understand and and to a point that it doesn't reduce their work ethic they might be able to start at a higher point than others who don't have that same opportunity but you want to make sure that you still encourage their drive that it, it just gives them a higher starting point but that their drive and their motivation is not diminished by the inheritance that they're receiving there's many different ways to do it it's up to you, me, and all of us to figure out ourselves the best way to do that or not. Um, but you need to you need to figure out for yourself what life do you envision for yourself, you know, and 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 after you're gone for those around you that you could potentially be affecting, what do you want at the end? This should help determine your starting point and then you can vary and change as necessary depending on your exit strategy the amount and the type of time you need to to utilize energy your finances that are required so i hope that's given you again something to think about where you stand how you're going forward or whatever research you need to do or whatever planning you need to do to you know capitalize on what exactly your goals are to help you really reaffirm what your exit strategy in every aspect of your life investing business or just life in general your exit strategy at that end point so if all i've done is given you something to think about is to stimulate your synapses to have them firing or to make you um eager to to search for additional information, then I'm happy with that. Thank you for listening. I'm Roundhouse Rob, the success sensei. Life is a fight you can enjoy and win. Bowing out. This has been the success sensei, fighting the winning fight. So add us, subscribe, like, and comment. Keep those hands up and keep moving forward.